0: you're a creator, or you want to be a creator, and you want to learn ways to share your work, share your creativity, to become a documentarian of your process, not just your product. People are as interested in the story of your product as they are the product. This is a great book on how to get discovered. Uh, And for everyone who has liked and commented and shared our podcast, I want to thank you. Please, please, please leave a review. Hope you enjoy it. What I really needed was to recreate myself, which means to bring something new into the world that has never existed before. One thing you don't want to aspire to is being kept the world's biggest secret on something you're really good at. Uh, this book, Show Your Work by Austin Kleon, is 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered. I love that. So it's a, it's a, it's a book about not only creating things, you know, whatever art means to you, but it's a book about, about sharing it um, and sharing the story of it. Like think process, not product. Mm. And uh, I love that idea. And, I, and I'm guilty of not doing a good job at it. I know, sometimes I think people are interested in, in how I create whatever I create. And I, and I think I'm wrong wrong in which way I think people are interested I think Mm. if you if you're getting people interested in what you're putting out there they want to know how you made it I had a weird (laughs) yeah I had a weird syndrome
1: imposter syndrome where it's like when I dunking is a good example but also creating things imposter syndrome is when you feel you you have the skill but you act like you don't and it's because I felt like, oh, since I learned how to do it and I'm not a good person or I'm not good at what I do, anybody can do it. So I'm like, nobody wants to learn this. But then I'm, I keep getting questions. How do you do this? I'm like, you can do it. You can figure it out because I had to figure it out. But I didn't realize how much of my process I could share to help.
0: And yeah, yeah. Pe- people, um, you know, people want to keep their, their work a secret until it's perfect. And the first the first thing is it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And the second thing is why would you keep it a secret? Mm. Like you have the, the massive ability to put things out there now because of of uh, distribution technology that's free. That twenty five years ago you could never create something mm. and put it out on Dude, such a large scale. One you a, just couldn't do it. Yeah, it's it's amazing now that you can do that. And then the other
1: thing that reminds me of this, I think it was a subtle art of not giving a fuck. Was that a fuck? Was that, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, <laughs> was that he said? He, this guy. This quick story. I don't know if you remember this one. That he said. This guy never wanted to put his art out there, even though he wanted to be an artist. And he was more afraid of being an artist nobody liked than being an artist nobody heard of. So I think that shows like he was more afraid of failing than even
0: not even ever showing it. But there's a good, there's a lot of good when someone gives you shit. Like when yeah. someone trolls you, that means you hit a you hit a yeah. nerve. Like you're <laughs> you're actually onto something. And I'll talk about trolls in a second. But the one the one thing that that really jumped off the page at, at this for me was thinking process not product and people want to know the story of art. Like if you hear about like Hemingway, how he wrote at Sloppy Joe's and Key West and he you know where he wrote it was as interesting as the book itself. Definitely. And there's um you know when I did my TED talk, you know, we did that behind the scenes yeah video of me rehearsing the ted talk one thing that didn't make the cut is i ended up hiring carmine gallo Mm -hmm. who's who's the author of talk like ted so i i flew to santa barbara went to his studio and we and he i did my ted talk in front of him and he you know i couldn't get it under 22 minutes he says there's too many things in there you got to cut yeah i was like holy shit i got to cut and there was one story that i had to cut that i loved was it the banana It was the banana story yeah so there's a there's a there was a project called significant objects and i forget who did it but if you look it up on the web it's significant objects and it was an experiment on the story is more important than the actual object Mm. Uh, so they took insignificant objects that they bought for like 25 cents or a dollar at these thrift shops and then they hired the best storytellers on earth and they had a contest to write these fascinating stories about the object and then they put it on eBay with the story and and the object sold for sometimes 2000 times what they what they yeah. uh, bought it for but the story about the fake banana i had it in my pocket you know and, and i was like is that a banana in your pocket or are yeah. you happy to see me right so i pull it out right and it'd be obviously a controversial thing but yeah. i didn't care yeah uh, but if it, i would say no this story the banana is a fake banana it's a plastic crappy banana you can get at any thrift shop for for one penny yeah uh, but they wrote a story on how this banana was the 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 inspiration for the fake banana cartoon series and they wrote this fantastic story about this guy that just obsessed over this fake banana and it kept kept tricking him and then the fake banana sold for like 300 dollars online they bought it for 25 cents because of the story the yeah. point is the process is as interesting and as valuable as the product but there's a lot of there's a lot of of a psychology of 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 sharing your work and sharing the process of your work because you'll you'll create what's called really true fans like people will yeah. start to be impressed with you they'll start to want to see you improve they'll start to give you feedback they're going to troll you too yep uh, for sure but I love that idea
1: one right? of the one of the tricks I've learned to to not get trolled so much. Um, because I, I, barely get negative comments on mine. And I think it's cause I roast myself so, myself so yeah. much. So you're harder on yourself than anybody could be. It's like, if you, if you fail and you're the first person to point out your failure, mm-hmm. what are they going to say? They, that's the worst thing they can say, but you already did it. So, and, and then I, they love
0: you for that. Yeah. That's one of the keys of, um, of public speaking is self deprecation. Yeah. Like it's an easy way to disarm the audience. When I was overweight, I used to, used to, uh, kind of make a little bit of fun of that, uh, which is fine. And you know what, when, when, uh, you, when someone trolls you, first of all, you're creating polarity, and we all saw, we see this all with the election. You know? mm-hmm. Literally, some people aren't my friend anymore because because of who I voted for. And I'm like that's yeah, kind of right. stupid, but yeah. The, when you create polarity, you create emotion, and when you're getting trolled, you hit a nerve. I mean, I mean, some people really like it, and some people really don't. They usually they usually don't um, hate what you like. They're probably jealous. So there's a there's a there's there's an element of of helping versus hurting. Yeah. So if the troll hurts you right and it's hard not to be hurt like think of it as someone walked into your living room and took a shit in your floor. (laughs) Like it's just sitting there. Like, what do you do with it? Yeah. You, get, you get you get rid of them. Yeah, you, you throw you right, know, you, you yeah. throw them out of the house, block them out. And it's also you could th-
1: what I was gonna say, which that example works for as well is like, why would they do that? Like, yeah. you can think into their minds, like, why are they even commenting on your stuff? Like, if you are me, I, I don't have anything negative to say to somebody, so why would what would compel me to write something negative? It's something that's bothering me, so something's bothering them.
0: Oh yeah, you, particularly if you get it in a foreign language. I've gotten trolled by Russians <laughs> and Arabic. I see some shit in Arabic it really scares me sometimes. Yeah. Like I can't read it, but it looks angry. Yeah, it was, it was, there's like the emojis at yeah. the end though. You yeah. oh, that guy doesn't yeah. like it. So you just dump them. So they, you know you don't let them do that. Um, but the idea of sharing your work is to get hearts, not eyeballs. You know, yeah. to get people interested in your process. So when you, I've seen videos over the over the years. You were when you were younger and you couldn't quite dunk, and then you have a collage of them as you're yeah. making progress. But also, there's lots of videos of you not even dunking. You're just yeah. kind of working out, getting your weight, building up a, an injury or something like that. So, that's an example of process versus product. And, you know, Kevin Kelly writes about, you know, if you have a, a thousand true fans, you get lifetime fulfillment and financial security Hmm. like you'll get plenty of vibe out of a thousand helping a thousand people like you're one and you help a thousand people you've done a nice job in your life wow you've done a really good job so you should always keep a list this is this is not in the book but this is my coaching you should always have a list that you own Hmm. because i heard a few stories of some of my friends that got zapped on tiktok or, or whacked on instagram and if you, you know, when you get whacked and you lose your audience, you know, they can't find you, you need to have a way to communicate with them. So you should always have a list, an email list. So you got to give something away to entice them uh, to give you their email and always build that up. But that's, that's, that's part yeah. of That's the big part of this book is that, you know, show your process and, and, and everything else is about like self-promotion. Mm. People want to keep themselves a secret so they don't want to self-promote. So if you don't self promote, let me find teach me who's going to promote you, right? Yeah. H- how are you going to how are you going to get f- discovered? I uh, can't. I'm thinking you
1: if you don't self promote then yeah, you, and that's that leads me to what I love about this book and reminds me of his other books and other creative books that really inspired me is that mm-hmm. To find yourself, you have to express yourself, right? And that was that hit home with me so hard because a lot of times when you want to express, it's through a video, through a song, music, post, whatever it is, a photo. But you want to wait till it's perfect, but then it's the actually the reverse because by sharing it, by doing it, you ha- you get closer to perfect. You right. but instead of waiting, you're not you're not learning anything by waiting.
0: Well, what are, what is the reason documentaries are so so intriguing? Yeah, it's oh. not about the guy that wrote the declaration of independence it's all the shit he did before it yeah. and after it yeah and what it meant to him and what he t- sought, said about it the do- if you're a documentarian of your own process in life you're going to create you're going to attract fans and it is a form of self promotion but it's an awful it's an awesome not awful way to build a community like I have visitors right now. I have the Credit Brothers yeah. from, from New England that are visiting. I met them on TikTok, and yeah. you know they stayed with me. They they flew down here. We're doing some some a little mini mastermind, but I met them through TikTok, putting myself out there, something I wasn't completely from, comfortable with, and then we've connected with our ideas and their ideas, and now we're you know we're friends and collaborating on business. Um, and we're giving one another feedback yeah. from two different audiences, and, and, and that's how you get gigs. Yeah, that's how you get deals. Like there's there's three instances I can tell you about right now that because of this, the first one, um, I'm a, and I'm a professor in an English university right now, mm-hmm. teaching digital marketing to students in London, and it's one of the most rewarding parts of my life. The, I was discovered on TikTok by one of the one of the administration. Invited me to become a right. teacher. Um, I was uh, on the cover of a, for, of a magazine. I mean, this is shameless self-promotion. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty proud of it because I just got a copy. You just of. said, if you don't self-promote, who's going to do yeah, it? Yeah, it's a real magazine. It's not like one that you pay for. So I'm on the cover. Yeah. Like, they read my story. They connected with it. It's called Expert Profile Magazine. And then just yesterday, I sent in the Authority Magazine article. Yeah. These are all dots that got connected from me just talking about what happened to me and not only what happened to me, what, what I did with it. And then, you know, and how you could do it for yourself, which is the most important part, because people don't give a shit what yeah. I did. They yeah. care about how they can <laughs> apply what I've learned for themselves. That's what
1: I was going to say about um, those articles is like the only reason why they're interested, Not that they don't care about what you're doing right now, it's because you overcame. Yeah. what you did. Like if you left out the whole beginning and only told them what you're doing right now, they'd be like, why do, why do we care that you're killing it right now? I'm it's not like, I'm absolutely well,
0: average. I, see, yeah. I mean, I see people that are kicking my ass on YouTube. Yeah. They can't string three words together. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah. wrong. It's like, I was like this. Yeah, I saw one. I was just, cause sometimes when I read a book, the first thing I do after the book is I listen to somebody else's review of the book so I can get a new idea or yeah. make another connection, reinforce the idea, particularly if I'm going to talk about a book like this. This book is just such an easy read. Yeah. But it's a book that has one big idea. Right. So then, you know, if I were to say, wow, this is my result, and you just put them on paper, I did way better doing what I used to do. Right. You know, financially so far. Right. I'm not saying that's always the case, but. It's not that it's the process of being becoming happy, becoming self-actualized and doing things that other people would never think of. Like a lot of people don't quit their job, sell their company move to another state and start a new life. (laughs) It's not easy to do, but I'll tell you, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons to consider doing that. And if you documented every part of that.
1: You did document a lot of it, but imagine if, because that wasn't your story. That's not, I mean, it's part of your story now that it's recreated, but if the same way you documented that you had the overweight pictures, you had you in the medical bed, if you had like you at the luggage, at the store or at the airport, you know, that would have been something. Another thing that would have been a big story that you could be like, look, I just uprooted my entire life.
0: I didn't want anyone taking any pictures of me. In fact, there's only a few pictures of me sick. Yeah, because I was orange. Yeah, I didn't take. I didn't want anyone taking any pictures of me. And somebody showed me two pictures they took while I was out. Yeah, and I was. I was like, it was so upsetting for me to see it. Yeah, I never really looked at myself when I was sick, other than because once you see something really ugly and gruesome, you, you want to look away. It's like painful to see. You know, your eyes are like bloodshot. My urine was like almost dark blood. Yeah. And like the whole thing was very painful, and I didn't document that. And when I was big, I didn't want people taking pictures of me either. Right. But if I had, the story would have been more reinforceable. And and I wish I wish I did document that because it would have motivated me. Yeah. And every time I see me ugly, fat, and sick, it motivates me to get strong, healthy, and and on purpose. Yeah. It's that's funny. A, yeah. So that being a documentarian of your life is an important thing because people particularly if you're if you're busted up right now, mm-hmm. if you're banged up right now and you are off, you're overweight, you're depressed, suppressed, abused, afflicted, addicted, conflicted, that's <laughs> <laughs> a good spot. You should start documenting it and Dude. force yourself to look at it, not to make you sad, but to motivate he, you.
1: That's what I was going to say, is that it's really hard because right now when you look back, you always want to document it. I should have, but in the moment, you don't want to because you feel bad about yourself, mm. even like working out or if you're overweight, but not only is it going to be great to look back on when you document, but in the moment, you can look at it and be like, this is not what I want to be like you said. Right. And, be, and then also, if you share it, this is a huge part of what I've learned through my own social media. When you share a goal, even if no one responds to your goal, you remember that you put it public. They're like, I got to complete this goal because yeah. one person might be watching
0: or listening and you, you got to, yeah. The yogis are big into that. There's these like, like moments of, of meditation mm-hmm. worldwide where like millions of people are meditating you can almost feel the vibe. Yeah. The, the, the post, I get sucked in not a lot because I'm limiting it as a digital sunset. If I'm sucked into TikTok, particularly, and someone's really sad and they're just saying, Look, they're, they're out there, it's almost a plea for yeah. support um, or they're giant. There's a big guy, you know, my friend, uh, Tons of Fun. He's yeah. lost like 200 pounds yeah, now. So I've been teaching him like little algorithms on how to lose weight. He's not even counting calories yet. He's like 700 pounds. He's down <laughs> to like 500 pounds. He looks amazing. Wow. So he's going to lose another 300 pounds. So I, I ta- you know, I sent them my book, and then I, I. But I supported him because I saw. Remember he big heavy guy dancing without a lot of shirt on. I think I remember that. Was, yeah. He was all over the place, right. but he is super awesome. He actually lives in Tampa. Oh wow! And um, so you want to support them, but when when they put put it out there, there's there's half of them that put it out there for a pity party. The other half are, are are begging for support and help. Man, I'm in on that. Um, trolls that make fun of them need to go away yeah you know just block them out and then he also got to be aware of um he talks about vampires in this um in this book mm. like people that just suck the life out of you one of the most famous vampires on earth was pablo picasso mm. pablo, pablo 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 picasso <laughs> and he they it said that picasso you'd go out with picasso and he'd have a great time and he would suck every ounce of energy out of you like a vampire and you'd go home drop drop dead from exhaustion and he'd go paint for 12 hours oh my god he was like the world's biggest vampire so if you if if you spend time with someone and they don't you're not energized afterwards you probably got a vampire on your hand you gotta (laughs) at least limit the the time yeah um but that's that's you know that's that's the process of showing your work i had a couple other ideas on it um this, this is talked about pretty heavily by Grant Cardone, although I don't really follow Grant. He lives down the street. Um, but it's, there is no such thing as an overnight success. Yeah, you know, there's, there's only um, a miracle day, yeah. you know, a series of miracle days. And you know, there's 10,000 hours or 10 years. And someone says, well, I want to be something. And even if you had the patience to wait 10 years, you can't put together a 10-year plan. There is no 10-year plan. Yeah. There's 10 perfect one-year plans and there is no one-year plan. There is 12 perfect one-month plans, and there is no one-month plan. There's 30 perfect one-day plans. Everything's built on the day. The only unit of time I can get my arms around is the day. And we talked about the bookends. You know, how do you, how do you wake up, what you do, how do you go to bed, what you do. The noise in the middle is what it is, yeah. right? But if you start thoughtful and end deliberately, yep. and you plan for the next day, you'll have a successful progress. Um, I think that's pretty cool.
1: That's it, baby.
0: You know, the, the, two, the two last ideas, um, the two last ideas, the first one is what he calls uh, chain smokers. Mm. And what it means is when you finish something, like we finished different projects, yep. like my book, and I made this mistake. Like, I finished it. I was so happy I finished it. And I just sat around, did nothing for a month. He said, you, you got to work you got to start another project immediately. Yeah. Because yeah, that might suck. Yeah. Because 90% of everything you do will suck. Yeah. <laughs> 90% of all content <laughs> is shit. It's crazy. Everybody's content. Like, like, like I don't know whether or not this hit home. I have a tendency to think this is a decent one that you can get a couple good ideas out of it if you're banged up and you want to, you know, share your, share your transformation. That's very, very interesting. Want to be a documentarian of your transformation. How cool is that? But never stop, right? Never, never like, go down for air, because it takes a lot more time to build up that momentum, yeah. like stopping going to the gym or getting off a, a, mm-hmm. a diet the momentum, plan, right?
1: The momentum.
0: Yeah. And then he says, then he says, uh, he says uh, you want hearts and followers and, and people in your community. You don't want just views. Yeah. I've been guilty of that. Although I haven't been as... I haven't been as shameful as saying, follow me back. Yeah. He says, That's like the saddest sack of shit. When someone <laughs> says, will you please follow me back?
1: Dude, <laughs> like, you know me. I didn't even want to ask people to subscribe to my channel. Cause right. I'm like, if they like my content, they will. Right. But right. there's a balance because you got it. They got They don't even think to do it. They don't even know to help you.
0: Yeah. So this is it. Share your work. 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered. Be a documentarian of your work. Think process, not product awesome.